We are putting the finishing touches on week three. Turns out the Chiefs and Rams are pretty good. Turns out the Vikings are capable of laying a big smelly egg. And it turns out anybody who bet the under on the 49ers win total this year can basically spend what they're going to win because looking like Jimmy G is not going to be around. We're going to unwrap all of that and your waiver wire ads going into next week right now. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Hey. And in spirit, Tom. Hey, everybody. All right. Uh, <laughs> Tom is uh, unfortunately not with us. This happens from time to time. He's a he's a rolling stone. Yeah. And he's he's never, a wild card, you just you never know? know where he's rolling. Maybe yeah. he books a trip uh, to see his friends last, uh, minute. last minute. And, and unfortunately, has to miss the show because of, uh, the, yeah, of course. We miss him, and he'll be back on Wednesday, but or Thursday for you all listening. Football but at now, the Vine in Arizona is something yeah. that Tom has to do yeah. every year Absolutely. On, a, on a Sunday. So. He had to fulfill his uh, his religious pilgrimage. <laughs> yes, exactly. his room springer. Exactly. So you know we're here to, to carry right. the weight. It'll be a quicker yeah. episode, so people yeah. will enjoy that. I yes, think. Uh, Scott and Don episodes usually are pretty crisp. Uh, also, uh, just got to give a bit of a shout out or rest in peace, if you will, uh, to one take Donnie. Yeah, it took an awfully long <laughs> yeah. time for me to say putting the finishing touches. Yeah, that was <laughs> and, that uh, was and a... for, I refused to change. The uh, the open once I have it in my head like I well, can't had, alter it at all. You I had just to have to power say it through right. it at a point just for your own personal yeah, ego. It's, it was a point of pride at this point. Yeah, yeah. you had to get it done. Uh, but we got through it. Speaking of points of pride, Scotty, the Buffalo Bills. It looked like they were going to shut out the Vikings this week the in Vikings Minnesota. Didn't make it past the fifty until the fourth quarter, I believe. It looked like if you went by their Twitter, it looked like the Bills didn't even make it to Minnesota. I, With I, the tweet that they had of the of their map of travel that landed them in Wisconsin, which is truly where they play next week anyway, but still, yeah, uh, just a just a very weird game, and that's actually going to bring us right into our first segment. It's the losers of the week. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. And we are not going far because my loser of the week is Kirk Cousins. Ouch! This dude balled out his first two weeks. He threw two touchdowns or more in both of his first two games as a Viking. The second home game they have, they're playing against a team that looked pathetic, and he looked pathetic in the first half. Oh, he was Negative horrible. points. He lost two fumbles, threw a pick, uh, barely scraped positive points, and only did so because of a late bailout touchdown to Kyle Rudolph Thank that was God. powered by a 14-catch, 100-yard effort from Adam Thielen. I mean... The Vikings lost this game because Kirk Cousins just could not get it together. And yes, Dalvin they got Cook being on out. both sides, though. Really. Yeah, and I mean Josh Allen looked great, which is probably going to be something that I'll Hurdling be uh, talking about on Take Five Takes coming up on Wednesday. But I mean, man, this was this was something else. This yeah. was a really terrible performance from Cousins. Something that we weren't sure that he would be capable of, especially with the defense. Especially but the defense after didn't the come last out either. Game he yeah. just threw down too. That was just. A stunner. It seemed like the Vikings were not ready to come out and play, and it goes to show. In the NFL, you got to come out every Sunday and bring it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were saying like, "There's nothing worse than a tie." Well, I think losing losing to the worst team in the league after you tie is worse than a tie. Yeah, that's that's bad. that's really bad. That was a stunner. Uh, so who, Josh Allen kind of looked like Cam Newton a little bit. He did. He was, was he was playing well. He played scary. really really well. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, so who is your loser of the week? My loser of the week is the 49ers and all yeah. their fans. First, Jarek McKinnon, who they signed to a monster deal, ACL. 
Now Jimmy G, who at the time of recording looks like it's going to be an ACL, but nothing confirmed yet. We'll get an MRI probably tomorrow. Yeah, we're recording this. Um, we are recording this Sunday night. Uh, yeah. Because you're actually going to be a traveling man yourself on Monday, so yes. uh, we've only got one game left. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but uh, but yeah, so far it's looking like uh, it's looking like tough sledding for the rest they of the season a lot for the of Niners. Money on those two players, and now they're both not there, and it looks like they're both not there and won't be there, you know, through the off season and stuff, trying to rehab. And Matt Breida was almost lost to another non-contact yeah, looked, knee injury. He did not look good, but he, he came luckily made it game, back out. But it looked bad for him too, so. If I was on the 49ers, I would be buying knee braces right yeah. now. And not for nothing, but third week in a row, Matt Breida looked a lot better than uh, Morris. Than Morris. Yeah. Again. You couldn't even think of his name. No. I'm, I'm so <laughs> sick of it. Like, why been. are we dealing with this still? I mean, it's just they don't look at how easily their guys are getting hurt. They can't yeah. just give Breida all these touches and then it's yeah, just he Morris. Sh- he should be getting a significantly more he should be getting significantly more touches than I mean, Morris it's starting at this point. to trend in that direction. And though. it should be. And yeah, I mean he was leading the league in rushing you know, going He's an RB two right now. Yeah. He's been so, awesome. Anyway, uh with a lot of these injuries going on, um, you know, a lot of people in and out getting nicked up and stuff. Uh it was a weird late Late week injury for in practices week. Yeah, uh, Marvin Jones, luckily enough, is playing right now. Yeah, thankfully. Uh, but we had a lot of guys who were like, "Oh wait, is he like Ty Hilton was out of practice Thursday and Friday?" And I was like, "Yeah, are we gonna have to?" This is something that we're gonna just have to get used to. I think yeah. there's gonna be like Ty. I feel like they're just setting it up now to give these guys like weird injuries that will yeah. linger throughout the year, so they can just kind of get limited practices and and have more rehabilitation right. than than practice during the season. Yeah, I, I can see that happening uh, as well for sure. All right, so with that, if you've got some of these injuries and your team's has been affected, or if you're just not looking super great in the standings right now, it's time to get you some waiver wire heroes for this upcoming week. And Scotty, as I'm pulling up our list right now, it kind of seems like a thin week. Yeah. Except at the top, the very top, like the guys that we have on the top of this list, like you definitely need to get a claim. And even if it's a late one, like they're worth taking that shot on. Right. Uh, especially because who is it now? Calvin Ridley has scored four touchdowns in the last two weeks. What a week he had. It was just unbelievable to see what what he was able to put down against uh Against a pretty good defense, too. Yeah. I mean, the Saints actually, now they're starting to look pretty bad, but uh, he really just took them to school. Matt Ryan growing a rapport with him, and it's just you absolutely have to add him right yeah. now. Abs- I mean, he's 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 go- he's doing something that Julio Jones seemingly hasn't d- can't do yeah. because he hasn't scored touchdowns in back-to-back weeks since week one and week two of 2016. Yeah. So if, he threw down a hat trick yeah. today. And it's not just, you know, it's not just – you know, the underneath routes and stuff like he's getting Matt Ryan's eye in the red zone as well. Uh, His touchdown last week was in the red zone. So it's just a, it's just a really great emergence for him. But at the same time, it's like so confusing because they do still have Julio Jones and Muhammad Sanu scored today as well. Yeah. uh, In that phenomenal game. Matt Ryan looking like he's turning around after that. Yeah. Another, another five touchdown week for him and or another big week, I should say. Yeah. Uh, The next one, we've got another guy who put up great numbers in back-to-back weeks, Tyler Boyd. Uh, He put up a great, outing in uh, week two against the Ravens. Now A.J. Green dealing with a groin injury. Yeah. And Tyler Boyd really stepped up when the Bengals were in comeback mode and turned in, what was it, six for 132 and a tud? Yeah, he had a monster Gotta game. Gotta love that. And 
I was I brought this up last week that with Joe Mixon out, they're going to try and move the ball in the intermediate and short range in different ways, which kind of frees up Boyd. And it showed, you know, he really yeah. had a great week. He looks awesome. He has that kind of like elusiveness and slipperiness once he gets the ball. So sure. I think he's an awesome ad right now, especially with the news from AJ Green. He's probably, I mean, there's a lot of receivers that I think a lot of people might have dropped that you can you can now hop back in on. Yeah, like people might have dropped like a Mike Williams or someone like that who had another monster. Mike week. Williams three but touchdowns in the last two awesome, weeks. You know, he's a great option too. Yeah, he's been great. Mike Williams also on our list. He's only fifty one percent owned, so I did feel like we should be talking about him because that number should stretch into the 70s I think after his performance he's now outperformed Keenan Allen two weeks in a row getting the red zone looks and unless Looking something awesome. heroic happens in this game he's gonna be man our, catch Monday uh, our man catch Monday yeah. because he just makes a diving catch in the end zone Phil has all the trust in the world and especially yeah. down in the in the end zone you do that for Phil Phil's gonna remember it forever yeah yeah he you know he looks awesome yeah for sure when uh, he, it's it's shocking to see how good he is fully healthy yeah how about uh how about Jordy Nelson coming out and tripling his uh his yearly yardage total he goes from oh 50 God. yards to 200 on a 150 yard performance with a touchdown today unbelievable caught an 80 yard pass it was stunning and he caught a 50 yard pass yeah so was it a little fluky maybe but it showed the capability that he can still move out there he can still get open Carr opened it up a little bit more this week i think he threw for over 300 yards he only got one touchdown but that yardage number is nice it shows that he can have these types of games in the right in the right matchup absolutely and it seems like those matchups might be where they face a really good corner like like we've been saying about Xavier howard and how he's been really good for Miami he spent a lot of time on Cooper so that means Jordy's gonna have a big yep. week if you can probably catch up on on trends like and that. another frustrating week for Amari Cooper after he goes a great week he was my plum pick I didn't think I thought they'd move him around the field a lot more so he can get away from Xavier Howard didn't Not end up so working much. out like that uh, but let's go to Jordy Nelson's former teammate Randall Cobb who had 11 targets today listen He's a factor, oh, yeah. and it's not like Geronimo Allison is running away with this. He did have the long touchdown, but Randall Cobb still out-targeted him when the Packers were in comeback mode For against sure. Washington this week. So I think he's definitely worth a look if you're thin at wide receiver because if you're playing with Aaron Rodgers, even if he's you know hobbling around, Rodgers was still 352, two touchdowns and no picks today. Yeah, I mean, 11, 11 targets from Aaron Rodgers is just something that you have no problem right. buying in on. Right. We've also got Tyler Lockett, who really has blossomed uh, filling in for Doug Baldwin this season. Scored another long touchdown this week. Yeah. He just looks like that dynamic playmaker that we just wanted on the field more often for the Seahawks yeah, over the just, past I few mean, years. It kind of just seems like they're putting him in the position now to make plays. Yeah. Where and in the past, he was just really like the vertical receiver that they'd use to kind of clear space in the field. Now they're starting to use him in more inventive ways. So if he's out there, he's 100% worth a pickup and starts. You know, he's fine to start. Yeah. Uh, how about Albert Wilson, man? He's been playing really, really well. This whole year. Yeah, so in, I feel like I put him on the list because in deeper leagues, I feel like he's a great ad because, you know, they didn't show a ton of the uh, the Miami Oakland game on on Red Zone today, so I didn't see all the you know all the plays. But which fans should know is they, the main way we watch these games oh, now. Yeah. And you know, I obviously follow it on Twitter and you know all those types of things. But he has 
thrown a touchdown. He's caught. He's scored on an end around. Yeah, he threw one to Jakeem Grant. He's today. caught a touchdown. So they're using him in a very interesting yeah. and inventive way, and in an offense where there's not a lot of targets, like they spread the targets to basically everyone. Yeah, Wilson is the top guy because of the inventive way that they use him. It sure. adds another dimension. Sure, and I really like Jakeem Grant too. He's really making things happen. This Dolphins offense, like. How many more weeks do we need to see them beating teams that we think that they should lose to before we're like, maybe the Dolphins are for real? I think the problem Now, they get was, the Patriots next week, so that, that's a that's big one test. for them. You know, I think we thought they weren't going to be very good. They haven't really played anybody that good yet. No. So, I say not, don't get too excited yet. Right. Um, uh, how about... Um, Sterling Shepard. Let's go with him. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to just make sure that we're going by position because I've kind of started to try to do that with the waiver wire pickups. Okay. And I just noticed that you're deleting them as we talk about them. Yeah, we're making. So, I'm trying to make sure we, you know, we knock them all out. Yeah. Uh, but, Sterling uh, Shepard looks. Uh, he looks good, and he's he's scoring again. Odell's t- touchdown drought continued. Yes. Uh, Pour one out for Tom. He thought the touchdown drought for Odell was going to end this week. And Unfortunately, it did not. Odell it, still the, um, in due status. I think the the Pat Shermer offense is kind of starting to come into fold. Yeah. And that's where you saw Adam Thielen kind of explode onto the scene. Now right. he's blossoming in, in a different offense because he's just a really, really good receiver. Turns out Adam Thielen's like a great NFL player. Yeah, he's an awesome receiver. But, but you so can't is, pick him up. But really, so is Sterling Shepard. He's been great basically his whole career. So I wouldn't expect him. You know, I would expect his usage and his target chair to be around the same you saw in this game which he can turn into a good week for sure for sure all right we'll go to the running backs now Wendell Smallwood we thought it would be Corey Clement getting the majority of the running back touches for Philly with uh Ajayi and Darren Sproles out and for the most part he did but it was Wendell Smallwood who turned in a better performance and scored. Yeah, yeah. He ends up getting the touchdown so it's worth adding I think. Yeah if Ajayi is going to miss more time and if he's going to be nicked up and the same can go for Sproles as well like that's the guy it's a I great want. Great ad if you have space. A oh, and if you have a Jai too as yeah. well. Absolutely. Uh, another another week for Buck Allen scoring tuds. He should be owned. Two. Another two. Yeah. Two touchdowns. He's now scored every week. He's got four total touchdowns. This guy's a red He's zone not monster right now. Alex Collins, listeners, just turn your volume all the way down. Oh uh, yeah. Because Buck and, Allen's not going away. And I'll tell Alex you what, Collins the, owners, you can turn your volume back up. The now. Ravens. The Ravens look kind of good. They do. Like, they've been playing pretty well. Yeah, they beat the hell out of Denver yeah. towards the end of that and, game. You know, even Collins still scored. So um, I think there's a lot of room in this offense. But Buck Allen's not going anywhere because he's been really, really efficient. In the yeah, absolutely. Zone. And he was last year too. Even yeah. when you know before they got Collins, and then Collins came on, and he was so hot that they couldn't keep, take him off the field. They like him in there. Um, you got Carson here. Is that Chris Carson or Carson Wentz? That's Chris Carson. Okay, so because Chris there Carson are some people great. that could have cut bait on him. Yeah, which hopefully they didn't because I, I think they might have taken him off special teams, yeah. Don, because he looked fresh on offense. Like, Thirty-two carries, hundred total yards, and a touchdown. Grabbed a couple catches too. I think it's finally time that he is the bell cow in that I offense. I just don't understand how like you can be that stupid as a team to put your starting running back, the guy who you said we want to commit to him as the bell cow. I think he just wasn't really the starter, and that was the problem. You know, They never really committed to him as a starter. They end up giving Penny a ton of touches. Well, yeah, if you don't treat your starting running back like your starting running back, then he's going to be tired when you're playing him on special teams. Because Chris Carson is a a former practice squad player. Like He's not going to go out there and not give it his all no matter where he is, even if he's a starting running back or if he's a gunner on the punt team. I don't know exactly 
what it was, but he's going to give it 110. So uh, if he's tired, then it's the coach's fault for not using yeah. him in the right way. Yeah. Now they're using him in the right way, right. thankfully. All right, so that'll that'll take care of Carson. Hey, look out for Carson Wentz, too, because who knows? It's a deep quarterback league right now, uh, and some of you just lost Jimmy G for the year, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, two tight ends now. Ben Watson made some highlight reel catches. He's dependable. He's got bankable value. It's just that he hasn't scored yet. Do. Yeah. Of course, you know I love that. Right. But I just I really think that he is a bankable asset right now and you don't get too many of those in fantasy football from the tight end position and that's what we need. Yeah, I mean, I'll say it again. He's getting great volume in a Drew Brees right. offense. You know what I mean? That you can't really get that on the waiver wire and you can get it on the waiver wire at tight end. This is like perfect. This yeah. is a great time to go oh, yeah. and get him and possibly lock him in for the year. Yeah. A guy that we've been hyped on really the whole year. I think it's, you know, it's a perfect spot to go at him unless you want to take a risk on the last guy which who had just he really just had an awesome week. Yeah. Dallas Goddard. Yeah. And he looks really good. Uh, can you see, I can see the Zach Ertz owners rolling their eyes from where I'm sitting right now yeah. about this because we're really going to do this again. Zach Ertz's production is going to be handcuffed by another rookie that the, that the Eagles just found in the draft. I, I just don't really think he's going to be handcuffed. I think right now is the perfect time for Goddard when yeah. Alshon is still in trouble. Yeah, and because I mean, he, I think Goddard's going to play that big-bodied receiver for yeah. them, as opposed to playing tight end right now. And with with Wentz, it's like he's cleared for contact. You can throw him right in because he plays quarterback. Alshon Jeffrey gets cleared for contact. Like we got to make sure he's in playing shape still. Yeah, he's so he's be not out of the woods even when he gets cleared and, for contact. Yeah. It, you know, it can flare up at any time because it's a shoulder. Yeah, it was surgery. So. And it's Alshon Jeffrey, and it's and he has a whole litany of other injuries to try and handle yep. as the season goes on. You know, yeah. so he's never clearly out of the woods. I agree with you, Don. But um, who are we talking about? We're talking about Goddard. Goddard, yeah. But until then, whose value is increased because of I think Goddard, Alshon Jeffrey I think, missing time. And the and the nice thing about him is that when Ertz pushes out to wide receiver, yeah, he can just play tight end, right? So like I can see him being on the field, right. For a lot of the snap share, and if it's you know Carson Wentz, yeah, it's worth buying in. All right, and it's worth buying in now. Um, anything else? That, anything else that you want to get off your chest before we break down the slate? Anything that you have to get out of out of your head right now? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm All ready. Right, I think we're I think we're going nice and smooth here. Kenny Galladay is balling out on Sunday I, Night Football I, I right now. I just want to point bit. that out. I miss Tom too. Of course we do. We always do. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland, they get their first win in what was it? Seven hundred thirty-five days. Mania. Baker Mania. Tyrod Taylor comes out, evaluated for a concussion, expected to be cleared this week, but it looks like they're going to declare Baker as a starter. Uh, going I mean, how forward, could you not? How could you not the way he played? I mean, bringing him back, they were down, I think it was 17-3, they really and they win 21-17. spot to succeed. Yeah. I think it was a perfect spot for him to come in where they're down and they need to have a lot of quick throws, a lot of, you know, take a snap, be decisive, have a good throw. What I was yeah. really impressed with, um, and we were talking about before the show, he goes out scrambling to the side, and he's like pointing downfield, calling receivers back to the sideline. Yeah, I, and I know. Firing dimes to the sideline, like he was really just on the money, and it was impressive. I, I know the exact that throw that you're talking the about. The guy didn't even that was catch the pass, like, but yeah. But um, by the way, another just waiver wire name to keep your eye on: 
David Njoku probably got dropped by a lot of teams over the last two weeks. Yeah. He looked very good and like a very solid option for Baker. It'll just going be interesting. Forward. Like, are they going to, are when they, if they go to Baker and when they go to Baker, are they just going to change to that fast paced yeah. RPO style offense? And or why weren't they play? running that with Tyrod? Yeah, I know. It was so, Stupid. it was so frustrating. Yeah. Like seeing how quickly they were willing to switch to him in yeah. that, in that uh, setting and yeah. not just do that with Tyrod. Looking at the Jets, it was a, a, the quietest game of the year for Quincy and Nunwa, but he still did get nine targets, five catches for forty-one. Volume He's going to be right fine um, going forward. It's just it was a it was a it was a momentum kind of game for the Browns, and that kind of stymied the Jets' offense once Baker came in. That crowd was lit. Yeah, I mean their defense played great. Yeah, too. they did. They have a good defense. They and do in good matchups. I think they're fine to play. You know, they yeah. it took them a little while in this game, but late they bailed you out with a good right. defensive fantasy game. All right. I'm glad we're getting to this one early because it's the first game listed on Yahoo's game recaps because it was an early entry for game of the year. Saints Falcons in Atlanta. Classic game. overtime game. Matt Ryan, Andrew Brees account for five touchdowns apiece. Not a lick Alan of defense Kamara, was played. 20 targets. 20. Yeah. 20 targets. You, you can't convince me that his production and his touch value is really going to be reduced by that much when Mark Ingram comes back at this point. Well, they, they are were, featuring him. They were talking before the game like, we got to slow this down. And they just peppered And then him. they just didn't. You know, and they, and they needed to. The Calvin Ridley explosion happened, it seemed like, in succession. So the Saints did need to come back. Yeah. And, and by the way, the another way 10 catches Falcons, for Michael too. Thomas. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's caught... What what was the set? He's caught 38, 38 of 40 targets. 38 of 40 targets, which is like 96%. Um, you know, he's unbelievable it's, right yeah, now. Yeah, he really is. At this rate, he's going to get 100 right catches by week if six. If someone's willing to trade him in your league, go try and get him. Give yeah. him a lot. Someone was like, what would you What would you like specifically want um, for Michael Thomas? And I yeah. literally said Odell Beckham Jr. and Patrick Mahomes. Because <laughs> otherwise, like, there's no cap. There's no cap on what this guy can do. I mean, right now it's it seems like it, yeah, yeah. Because he is just he's been light. Another out. touchdown for Ted Ted Ginn too. He's like we got bye weeks coming up. Ted Ginn can be that fill in guy for you. Yeah, I really about, believe that how now. About Tevin Coleman, man. Yeah, and hey, I welcome back Cam job. Meredith too. Yeah, this game had everything. Do you think it's Do you think it's Tevin Coleman's job? I mean, they he's played so well that they can ease Devontae Freeman back, That's which is super dangerous too. for people who have Devontae Freeman. Yeah. And I feel Luckily, bad saying us, it. As Tevin Coleman lovers, yeah. you know, we're, we're excited. But uh, on Tevin Coleman, he's been so good. Pay, on Tevin Coleman, pay, play for your pay. Uh, we love that about him. Uh, we'll move on. Baltimore beating Denver. 27 to 14 I think was was pretty surprising to yeah, me. Yeah, me too. Um I didn't I thought this game would be close. I thought this game would be in the 20s. It was a cross country game which is yeah. always typically pretty tough, but right. yeah, the Ravens really gave it to them. Yeah, they really did. Uh, a defensive touchdown for, as well or no, both teams had a defensive touchdown called back. Yeah, which that is was just weird. so crazy. It was a yeah. wild really wild game. Yeah, uh Royce Freeman another goal line carry and touchdown. Yeah. He gets 58 yards. Philip Lindsay ejected. Tossed. Ejected. Tossed. A lot of fighting that kid though. Yeah. I'll tell you what, these NFL refs, like, they don't eject people with the same intensity that Major League Baseball umpires eject people with. And, and even NBA, NBA refs, yeah. like, like it's literally just, you're out. It's like, the symbol for you're ejected is you're out in baseball. Like, yeah. you gotta do better than that. Like, I want to see, like, a, a more pro of hop and just <laughs> pointing to the banners in the rafters. Like, okay. I want something crazy. I could get behind that. For that. But, at any rate, um... Yeah, Denver, Denver and Baltimore, you know, 
sloppy game, uh, yeah. you know, a smash mouth game. But a, and it was nice to see Emmanuel Sanders on an end around score. I mean, oh, he awesome. is just looking incredible. Yeah, That's, you can't. He's a guy, I've been we had a guy hit us up on Twitter about Latavius Murray or Manny Sanders. And I said to him, I was like, you cannot bench Emmanuel yeah, Sanders Hopefully right now. he went with Emmanuel Sanders because I said Latavius Murray. Yeah. I thought that game was going to go a little differently. We can transition. I was going to let you be the person who brought that up, by the that way. That was absolutely stunning. Yeah. yeah. Um, One of the most shocking games I think we'll see all year. Josh Allen, like I said before, shades of Cam Newton yeah. hurtling defenders in the middle hurtling of the Hurtling a defender that barely had his knees bent. Throwing strikes to just wide open defenders. Yeah. It looked like the Vikings weren't interested in playing in this this game at all Adam Thielen bails you out though with a ton of receptions yeah and Kyle Rudolph late in the game yeah with a bailout you touchdown just, is the only things you can get excited about because there's yeah. no way anyone played anybody on the bills that's right yeah no shot it's crazy it was just a crazy there was, that was like that was like the the NFL is crazy yeah type of like, game like, for this that's week. football yeah you know like, that's the that's football game yeah um either that know, or the other or the other crap type for Buffalo game. for Buffalo we did get uh we did get Shady McCoy uh, he didn't Out. play. Chris Ivory had 120 total yards and a touchdown. I mean, if Shady's going to miss with rib cartilage, Bills game. Like, do you are you even like? What do you even say about it? I don't I, even know. I'm not excited about any of their players. Still. I mean, the Bills have a real chance. They got the Packers next week, who didn't look super great against Washington. No, they like, horrible. The Bills could emerge from Week Four, two and two. That would be in in one of the more surprising two week turnarounds that we've seen in the league. No kidding. Uh, and. You know, week four, maybe we'll know what that means from a fantasy perspective. But yeah. right now, it's just like something happened there, and we don't know what. Um, Oakland goes to Miami, and they lose for the third time in a row under John Gruden amid reports yes. that John Gruden has hired his own scouting staff, despite the fact that Oakland still has its own fully staffed scouting staff, and he doesn't even listen to those people. He just w listens to his guys, and it's just it, this is Not what you – well 10 right years, now, 100 man. million. It is not going well right yeah, now. Yeah, no, no. Again, another cross country trip, which like tough to make, obviously. But yeah, but and they had the lead in this game for yeah. a while. They just blew it, and Carr did okay. You know, they 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 still have a lot to do. You know, and I'll tell you what to figure out. I was really worried about Adam Gase's job security going into this year. He is really showing me something because Kenny Drake and Frank Gore could not get it going on the ground. Kenny Drake had ten yards all game, so they really opened up the playbook. They started throwing some. Some exotic stuff in there. You know, you had the uh, Albert Wilson to Jakeem Grant touchdown. touchdown pass. You had Jakeem Grant on the long touchdown where he and Albert Wilson high five. Those guys are buddies. <laughs> well, by that the way. was Wilson. Wilson was the one on the long touchdown where they high five. Yeah. He had the ball. Oh, he, that was the one he scored? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, so exactly. They're I think just, Grant had another one, though. Oh, yeah. Grant yeah. had two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, but yeah, for Oakland, Derek Hart looking good. Yeah, like looking like he's kind of shaking off those demons from last season. Yeah, two strong performances in a row against two defenses that have been playing pretty well. Yeah, for sure. Um, the schedule will you know, soften we'll for him, so hopefully he'll have some bigger touchdown numbers. But the yardage is there, so probably Definitely. the touchdowns will come. Definitely, if Gruden can ever figure it out. All right, uh, rip the mandate. Talk about Titans Jags. Yeah, let's just get that one over with now. The the ultimate Blake Bortles game has a career oh day against God. New England. You know, we, we pick him as the official burnable. streamable quarterback as on the Ruts account on Instagram. And he, he just turds his turds. pants. He just turds. Awful. Terrible. God, awful. No good, very bad, horrible. Yeah. it's ugh. This was the worst game of the sick. year so far. Yeah. It was just it was three field Five field goals. That's yeah. it. 
And no yardage. Awesome if you had suck up or, or Lambo. No one had a lot of passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards. It was like yeah, no, like another no four net game. So the Jags are really just yeah. playing it safe with it, him. The only good thing that came from it is Keelan Cole got nine targets. Yeah. So if you picked him up, I feel like he's you know he's good to keep rolling out there. Sure. But like you know we what just, else? We just got to wipe the slate clean and hope that yep. you know we take this. What's nice about this is it's a divisional game. So yeah. next time when this game comes up, we can be like, okay, we should probably bench everyone because <laughs> it's probably going to be terrible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, M- Mariota comes back in this game because Glane, Glane Babbert. <laughs> Blaine Gabbert <laughs> comes back in the, or gets hurt, and Mariota is forced to come back even though he can't grip the football correctly. Yeah. Because of that, Corey Davis steps right in. Looked good. Yeah, he's he's kind of making that jump from you know a rookie who had his ups and downs to a consistent NFL starter. You recovered from that dyslexia bit pretty well. There. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Ugh, it's just such a stupid inside joke. It's not even worth me explaining because yeah, no one's I mean, gonna find that funny. What's the except next for game? Jim? We got to move Jim? on from this game. Yeah. It's horrible. Uh, <laughs> the next one is uh, the next one's Indianapolis and Philly. Which Ugh, that was one wasn't too exciting. Not super great either. either. But Carson once came back, let a touchdown drive the first, uh, his first drive back. For the rest of that game, it was pretty ugly. The yeah. Eagles ma- really manufactured a win. Yeah, they have not really looked that good this year. Andrew Luck looked pretty bad this game yeah. too. So overall, another uggo. Another great catch by Ryan Grant. I think he's someone you might be able to yeah. to try to target. He was almost man catch Monday. Yeah, he's, he's so getting, close. He's getting a ton of targets. You yeah, know? he really so, is. So he's worth a look. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton, five for 50. That's not going to kill you, but it's also not going to win it for you either. Another double-digit um, target week, though. So yeah. like, And he was getting red zone targets as, as yeah. we were watching on red zone. Yeah. You know, He got a bunch of those. So A week know, ago, the, you were saying that uh, – that he was back to an every week wide receiver one. Are you still on that? Fa- oh yeah, Are you still I'm on not, that horse. Uh, yeah, I'm still on that. I mean, like I said, he's still got the same amount of targets. He's gotten 11 targets every single week. Yeah. This week he just didn't get in the end zone. If he got in the end zone, we would be singing his praises. Right. So next week maybe it's coming. You yeah. know, was he going to score 16 touchdowns this year? Probably not. He's never had more than like six. Eight. I think it was <laughs> you know? when he led so, the NFL in receiving. But you yeah. know, I think his production has been awesome. Right. You know, they obviously moved to a quick passing offense. Yeah. It's been great for him all right uh let's talk about the giants saquon sterling shepherd eli looked a lot more comfortable in the pocket even though jj watt sacked him three times you watch their games and it's like how do you not just give the ball to saquon every play well because they got odell too but he has just like he just has this home run hitting ability like he can take any carry to the house so it's like it would be hard for me as the offensive coordinator not to just Hand him the ball and just kind of see what happens on first and And, second down. And you had a great point that you brought up with his touchdown run. He scored it from 20 yards out. You were like, if he was on the opposite 20, he was going to score on that play. Yeah, I mean, his breakaway speed is unbelievable. His elusiveness, his strength, everything is as advertised from the draft. It's like he's incredible. He's got that Zeke quality about him where Zeke breaks off a big run. He's like, I want the ball because the next one I'm taking even further. And and, And then the next one and then the next one. So... Like seeing Saquon score that early touchdown, you knew that he was in for a big week against the Texans. For the Texans, my plum pick of Lamar Miller waited until the very last play of the game to pan out. Deshaun Watson finds him for a meaningless touchdown, but a touchdown nonetheless. 
But Will Fuller's good. Yeah, they're bad, but it, it might not matter for fantasy, and that's the best Oh, it doesn't. Because Deshaun had 20 last week. He's got 25 this week. He yeah, managed 16 week one. he's just going to figure it out in yep. garbage time, it seems like. So yeah. And this is what they did. If doing that, then uh, okay. Yeah, right. they lost Keep to the Chiefs on Sunday night. He threw for four touchdowns, and like the fourth was meaningless. He yeah. did the same thing against the Seahawks. So I think we're kind of starting to see Deshaun Watson get back to his world beating fantasy self which i mean we have seen him do it like i want to see him do it like right out of the gate like we saw and then go up big like we saw you know what i mean like it's been all this he's taken a couple quarters to get it going i want to see it right out of the gate the ghost of tom hillier is possessing me right now it doesn't matter when you get the points i know it just matters that you get them i know but it's like the (laughs) difference is it has one good drive in the first half you're talking about a 30-point game. Yeah, exactly. You know, just exactly. one decent drive. Yeah. And I want it too, but, yeah. you know. By the way, we're still waiting for his first rushing touchdown of the year, Yeah, which is coming. So those of you who are waiting for it, you're going to have that bonus coming up pretty soon here. I'm yeah, thinking. We're just, we just get Drew Brees rushing yeah. touchdowns nowadays. That's it. Oh, thank God we skipped. We, thank God we did Tennessee-Jacksonville already because they were next, and I didn't want to have to do that again. No way. Kansas City-San Francisco, Patrick Mahomes, 13 touchdowns through three again. weeks. He broke Peyton Manning record Peyton Manning broke Tom Brady's record so that's the echelon that he is currently performing at and we don't know if he's going to continue this and if he's going to break the touchdown record which is what he is on pace to do yeah but man number one man is it fun and number two why not why not ride it out two one yard rushing touchdowns for Kareem Hunt, Hunt too so they both easily, everybody's eating you know the, another reach out though on the passes that got them there and it's and another throws five, four. you know, four or five touchdown game for Pat Mahomes. Their offense looks unstoppable. He is incredible. Yeah. Like it, moving around. That like touchdown to Conley was unbelievable. And just his arm is like the ball is coming out of a cannon. It yeah. is insane. So yeah. as long as they're rolling and he's that mobile and can make those plays on the run. Sure. I mean, with the speed they have in the offense, it's yeah. just it's ridiculous. And it really for, is. So for San Francisco, because we do need to to address this. Who still has value now that it looks like Jimmy G is going to be out for the year? Matt Breda. Yep. I think Matt Breda is going to be huge because if you remember last year, um, Carlos Hyde was catching passes like crazy yeah. from C.J. Bethard. So I think that's where Breda is going to slot in, and he's going to catch you know six or seven passes a week, possibly yeah. for the rest of the year. So he could be a good trade target. Can I sell you on George Kittle? Yeah, of course. Because, I mean, uh, because the college connection. Right, yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm in on Kittle, too. Yeah. And, and like, you know, just short passing game, of course, is going to be vital. Right. And I think uh, the 2QB league that we're in is so crazy. Like, like we got Jimmy G. We saw the replay of Jimmy G. Went to go pick up C.J. Bethard, and he was already picked up. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it's crazy. It's hard out here. It's, it's a because, struggle. It's because we stream, you know? Yeah. I think, like, to, for us to be quicker, we have to have it, like... We got to have it ready to go. Yeah. I'm not paying for cable. No. <laughs> and I'm Rutz Scott, and I have DirecTV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Green Bay and Washington, Rodgers performed very well. Nobody else on the Packers did. It, there, there are now betting odds on Clay Matthews getting a roughing the passer penalty, and guess what? The bet cashed in easily the worst one of the year already Uh, yeah i mean he can't hit a quarterback it seems like yeah he just can't figure it out right now and i feel bad for him because it doesn't really seem like these are that bad no 
And, and he, like you look at like uh, there was a play I think it was in the Seahawks Cowboys game somebody like whipped Dak Prescott around and threw him to the ground like really hard and I was like how is that not roughing but what Clay Matthews did yeah. which we were watching the game with people who played football they said it was a perfect form tackle yeah and that's roughing it's I just don't know. it's so frustrating I don't know but at the same rate um for Washington Alex Smith got his groove back in this one yeah. Adrian Peterson got his groove back in this one I they're mean, a weird team to try and predict they're, they're what tough. they're going to do. They're, they're really Thompson tough. does absolutely nothing. Like It was a huge yeah. receiver game, which you didn't really see coming at all from Yeah, them. Paul Richardson catching a Richardson bomb on their first drive. And Jamison Crowder scores. So. After we told you to drop him, so right. you're welcome, well, I mean, everybody. Those are the first two touchdowns for receivers they've had all year. Yeah. So pretty shocking game. I mean, the Rodgers, man, I get that on certain plays he is mobile, but in general, if you can just make him uneasy in the pocket, it's clear that his leg really is not yeah. strong enough. He's for him looking to, to bail at the first sign of trouble. Yeah. So if you can just kind of pressure him and contain him in the pocket, which is kind of what the Redskins did, they were just collapsing it eventually right. because he just couldn't scramble out. Yeah. There was just nothing there yeah, for, for him. sure. For sure. Uh, let's see. Cincinnati, Carolina. Great offensive game. Cam looked great, threw a couple touchdowns, ran, ran a, couple a couple in touchdowns. He had Devin Funches. We we said this when Olsen went down that Funches would was gonna blow up, and he is. Yeah, he's, he's gonna playing be, great. He's gonna be full PPR weekly starter, like basically Absolutely. matchup proof because he's gonna see close to ten targets a week. Yep. And this was a game script where he might not have seen a ton of targets, but he still saw close to yep. ten. Four catches, sixty-seven yards, and a tud. C.J. Anderson caught his first touchdown, but. The story outside of Cam Newton for the Panthers is Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. And the ways that they are using rushing him. yards. 28 carries, 184 yards. This is a week after he had 14 catches. They are funneling the ball to this guy. His touches have gone from, like, I think it's 16 to 22 to yeah. 30 as, as the season has been. And they don't care so how far. they do it. No, I mean, and it's showing that he can do yeah. it in every way. I mean, he's looking like a home run pick right now, and he hasn't even scored a touchdown yet. That's the crazy <laughs> part. He's looking like an amazing home run fantasy pick without scoring a touchdown yet. Yeah. So he's, once they start coming, he could be, you know, a top five finishing running back. Yeah, this absolutely. Year. And he's he's right outside of it right now, I'm sure, with his consistency. Yeah. For the Bengals, I have one really pressing question because – there's a report out right now that Joe Mixon could come back for week four. Insane. And if that's true, and he miraculously heals in one in basically fifteen days from knee surgery, yeah. should I still hold Gio Bernard? Because yes. he balls out anytime Mix Mixon misses time. Yeah. It's and, insane. And there's no guarantee that he is just gonna come on the field and get 20 carries, yeah. especially the first week coming off a knee surgery. Oh, so yeah. I think Gio Bernard might be playable. He was awesome this yeah, week. He really was. So there's no reason for them to rush Mixon back, I don't think. No. But um, it would be interesting to see who they play because maybe it's a big game for them, so they'll go yeah. with Mixon. But I would We'll still, have more of that on Thursday. I would still think that Bernard would be – a fine ad or yeah. a fine stash for sure, but maybe even a good start still. Yeah, I was I was toying with starting him in a league and I ended up not starting him because I had Miller and David Johnson. So it ended up working out, but I'm really happy I have Gio Bernard right now because he's just another guy that's not on my opponent's roster. Yeah, I mean, he's a great trade yeah. offer for the guy who has Mixon. Sure. Uh, the uh, Battle Los Angeles. Terrible movie. Decent football game. Yeah, not bad. Chargers Rams. Uh, the Rams look great again. The Blocking a punt so for a touchdown. Good. Goff threw another three touchdowns, two of them going to Bob Woods. One of them, I mean, the mule. He's yeah. not going to get man catch Monday for it, but that was a great 
touchdown. And Brandon Cooks catch. has a classic tackle at the one. So it could have been all three of these receivers scoring. They're all getting targets. Like Tom said last time, we'll let you know when something happens with the Rams. As of right now, it is completely business as usual. They are rolling. Yeah. Rolling. They're, they're so good. And Phil, you know, what I brought up about Phil was, you know, in these types of games, sometimes he could blow up, but sometimes he's he can throw together a fine performance. Yeah, he for did sure. This week, if you if you rode with me, you know, you were fortunate enough to get almost twenty points. From yeah, him. I mean, like I had in the league, I have Phil, I had Mahomes, so it yeah. was a layup for me. But like Phil Garoppolo, if you started Garoppolo, I get it, and Garoppolo was kind enough to get you two touchdowns before he exited, but. Like Phil just gave you that you can keep one quarterback on your roster and yeah. just pick one up during my bye week. And he made it through level the performance matchup of what seems like the year. Yeah. So and now it's looking like only greener pastures yeah. from here. So and Melvin Gordon, who also scored and also played well. Eckler did his thing. He got his yeah, chunk yeah. yardage. Eckler but- didn't have, you know, a big game, but I would say don't, you know, don't be like, I'm getting rid of Eckler because yeah. he's been awesome yeah. all year and it's just And the workload you know, that he game. has if Melvin Gordon should go down scary is horrifying yeah. for defenses. Yeah. Dallas, Seattle, ugly game. Oh yeah. Chris Carson emergence. We love it. Tyler Lockett. Yes. We love it. Zeke looking. It was nice really to see good. The Seahawks look like the Seahawks for a game. Yeah. I mean, Whether it happens the rest of the year or not, who knows, but it was nice to see for a game. The worst thing that happened to the Seahawks in the last two weeks was they had to play both games on the road. Yeah. You know, they come home, they're playing Dallas, like a team that certainly has its own flaws and, and they're just able to get right. Yeah, and the, and that seems like what they did. Hopefully, we get some good news on Doug Baldwin. Maybe he starts practicing next week, and yeah, and then they ju- they can kind of just pick up some momentum. And you know, with with Jimmy G going out, and the the Cardinals have no idea what the, they're doing. The NFC is the Seahawks so are a threat, wide open. Yeah, so very wide open. Yeah. because you know the Vikings were supposed to w- go away with the division, right? And now they're one, one, and one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so who knows? And so know? are the Packers. Yeah, the Bears are in first place right now in in the. Uh, in the exactly. north, exactly. So you know it's going to be a crazy, crazy finish. Speaking of which, the Chicago Bears come from behind. Mitch Trubisky was exposed in that first half. He looked really, he was, really bad. he looked awful, really bad, really bad. Uh, really Sam bad. Bradford miraculously looked worse. Throws two early touchdown, one to our boy Seals Jones, the other yes. to everybody's boy David Johnson. Thank God. So good to see him factoring into the pass game as always. Yeah. But Chicago makes the plays down the stretch. They same way Philly did. They kind of manufactured a win. The same way that the Bears have, you know, they won against the Seahawks too. They their defense wasn't amazing early in this Khalil game, Mack but they was, really closed late and yeah. they closed strong. You saw a little Rosen in this game, and he looked pretty bad. Yeah, but you know, it was just nice to see him out there, and maybe he gets to start coming into this week. Yeah, uh, Rosen threw two picks. One of only one of them counted, but the other one was returned for a touchdown on a really bad read yeah. of the defense. But I mean, they. Were we're in desperate comeback mode, so I thought that that was a very peculiar time to put him in for his first NFL action when yeah. he basically needed a touchdown drive to win the game. Yeah. Uh, but at any rate, you know, it was just... Yeah, it was uh, like weird. They were like, all right, Bradford threw two picks, take him out. Yeah. Oh, wow, we're putting this guy in to have a game-winning drive. Well, yeah, yeah threw two picks and lost a fumble, Bradford. Yeah, it was, so it was just tough. tough. It was just really, really him. tough. Uh, for the Bears, Jordan Howard got a lot of work. Terry Cohen got more work than he'd been getting. Finally, Allen Robinson did pretty well given the circumstances. Uh, certainly not a Burton did fine too. Burton did okay. Like, yep. These guys are if if Trubisky could ever put it together, I think this offense would be awesome. So, yeah, because Matt Nagy's offense with those skill position players is looking really really good. And, but it, 
Mitch Trubisky can't throw the ball more than 15 yards down the field. No, and then like once he does, he just throws it out of the end zone. Like yeah. he can't. His depth perception is so bad. <laughs> uh, he needs glasses. I yeah. think. Uh, we're about to hit halftime of the Sunday night game. Detroit up 13 to three on the Patriots. Everybody listening at home will know how the second half of this game plays out. Any uh, any takeaways from? Quickly glancing while I'm talking. I need a Marvin touchdown pretty bad, so I'm rooting for that. <laughs> yeah. um, but not really. I mean, the Pats look really, really bad. Yeah, they do. That offense is not uh, not going anywhere Matt right Patricia's now. Matt Patricia's got them figured out. Yeah. Well, if anybody was going to, it would be Dude the guy who faced that offense in practice every day. I feel like it happened with Mangini and Cornell. Like the first time they played Belichick, they beat him, and then Belichick never lost to him again. Yeah. Kind of thing. So we'll see how the second half goes. Monday night, Fitzmagic against uh, Big Ben. Should be a lot of points Monday night. Hopefully there were. Hopefully, because um, I need uh, I need some Mike Evans action. That would be really great for me. Uh, but anyway, hopefully everybody enjoyed their week of football. Check out Take Five Takes. It's coming on Wednesday on RutzFF.com. We will see everybody Thursday for the Week Four preview. By week starting. Yeah. So we're gonna be getting you no through that um, next week. Oh man. <laughs> We're, we got to light the funeral pyres, I think. It's going to be tough, yeah. man. I don't want to. I'm going to miss him. You can find Tom at HillierFF on Twitter. Scott's at WagsFF. I'm at Why So Serious. The show is at RutzFF. We are also at RutzFF on Instagram, straight flexing. Woo! See, just not the same with only one person doing it. No. And uh, But we will see you for hope. Uh, check out our Man Catch Monday. We will see you Thursday. Until next time, everybody, keep scoring. Hey!